Hi, I'm Ralph Serpe with the Adams County Community Foundation and welcome to this edition of Community Media's Open House, our special holiday Adams County Unwrapped. With me today is Sarah Kipp, Executive Director, Program Manager, Grand Poobah <laughs> of the Land Conservancy of Adams County. Welcome, Sarah. Thanks for joining me. Thank you. It's actually Conservation Director. Sarah, but Grand Poobah works. Right. Well, yes. <laughs> you're, you're the queen of all you survey. Yes. yes, exactly. So welcome. We're so glad you can join us to tell us about the Land Conservancy. So what is the Land Conservancy of Adams County? Well, we are a nonprofit organization with the mission to preserve the rural lands and character of Adams County. And how do you do that? Well, it's complicated. We use a tool called a conservation easement, which is what a landowner who decides that they would like their special place, their farm, their forest land, their wildlife habitat, to stay pretty much as it is in perpetuity. So by granting a conservation easement to the Land Conservancy, what they're doing is giving us the right and the obligation to enforce that easement, which limits things like subdivision, development, where buildings can go, how many buildings. It limits industrial and commercial activities in order to protect those agricultural resources, wildlife habitat resources, natural resources, scenic resources. And then we have that obligation to enforce those terms in perpetuity with all future property owners. Well, there's a lot there. there so um, so <laughs> yes. let's talk about um, Let's talk about the benefits of open space. Okay. Or the benefits of preserved land in Adams County. You mentioned a few. Mm -hmm. um, some of it's environmental. Some of it's uh, what we affectionately refer to as the view shed. Absolutely. Here. Mm -hmm. um, and then some of it also, um, I would imagine, is economic because it restricts um, sprawling development. Absolutely. So, so which one do you want to take on first? Well, I was thinking about this recently because we often hear, I feel like I've, lately I've been hearing this, this talk about preservation, that we want to balance preservation with economic development. And I started to have a little bit of concern about that phrasing because it acts like development and economic, or sorry, that economic development and preservation can't go both rise together, that somehow they're not working at the same thing. But in a county like Adams County, where our major economic driving factors are tourism and agriculture, land preservation is an essential component to economic development because people are coming here because of our historic landscape, to see our scenic beauty, they're coming for our fruit belt and to go apple picking at the orchards. And so these are things that the Land Conservancy is trying to protect in addition to those amazing historic landscapes that we have such as Gettysburg. So when we think about uh, fruit production in Adams County, does that mean you can preserve orchard um, land but still work orchard land? Oh, absolutely, yeah. So what we do is, and you know, I think in the old model of land preservation, they often saw commercial activities as in conflict with open space protection. We've evolved a lot since then, and so we really see that lots of commercial acti activities can be compatible with protecting open space, and of course, agriculture is an obvious one. So. Um, a lot of places that we protect now. So one of the properties that we've done is at Hauser Hill Event Center. So that is a place that has commercial activities, events, but the open space around it is protected. So it's protecting that, that view shed as well as the natural resources and the agricultural resources there. And, and the view shed is simply when we look out what we see. Yes, exactly. Okay. So so where do you get the money to do this? Are you buying this property? You mentioned that people um, 
Well, how do you get the money to do how this? We do it, yes, right. Do you and buy the property or do we you? We do not. So we do not seek to acquire land in what's called fee simple, which means that we would own it outright. What we seek are these conservation easements, which is a way of protecting privately owned open space. So it's still owned by private property owners. Um, but it does cost money. This is a real estate transaction. So when someone decides to preserve their property, they're actually deciding to limit its property value. If they sold it in the future, it no longer has the potential for residential development or commercial development or whatever. So they're actually taking a property value loss. So for us, what we'd like to do, if we can, is to compensate those owners for that loss in property value, for their development rights, basically. And for the property that you're looking at, it, if it adds to the view shed or the open space or all the other positive pieces about land con uh, conserving land in our county, then it ultimately becomes an e economic benefit back to our community. I Absolutely. Like, we believe that what we do has a public benefit. We all benefit from these scenic views. We all benefit from food security, protecting agricultural land. We benefit from having recreation activities that require outdoor spaces like hunting and fishing and bicycle riding. Things like that are all a, a public good that we appreciate and enjoy and are, are critical to have those open spaces protected. Okay. And what happens in the future when someone wants to develop property that is protected or has been has been granted this easement, what do you do then? Well, like I mentioned, <laughs> we have an obligation to enforce the terms of all our conservation easements. And we take that um, obligation very seriously. So we haven't had to do this yet, but we do have the obligation to take legal action if there was any a violation of a conservation easement or an attempt or someone decided, they came to us and said, we want to extinguish the easement now. Can we pay you back for it? The answer is no. These are in perpetuity. So um, if someone asked us you know, to extinguish an easement, we'd have to say no. And if they try to take steps to do that on their own, we would actually probably have to take them to court. So our organization actually has a fund set aside called our stewardship fund for those long-term monitoring and stewardship legal defense costs. How many organizations or how many entities do land preservation in Adams County? There are a handful. We are the only nonprofit land trust that focuses on Adams County as an entirety. There is the county's Ag Land Preservation Program, which is a very similar in that it pursues conservation easements with private property owners, but they only want to protect farmland. So our mission is to protect all kinds of open space that include forest land, wildlife habitat. They are only seeking to protect farmland. And then there are some other entities that occasionally do some other kind of specified work. So for example, the American Battlefield Trust is a land trust, okay. and they do preservation around the Gettysburg Battlefield, of course. And then we have national or regional and national organizations, does uh, the Chesapeake Bay Foundation do any land preservation in this area or do any work? They um, sometimes help support our work to do land preservation. They don't actually own any conservation easements in this area, but they might fund work that we do that helps their mission to protect the Chesapeake Bay. Okay. And then there's national uh, land preservation organizations. The Nature Conservancy, the American Farmland Trust, the Conservation Fund. And do they work do work here in Adams County? Not actively. So some of them have occasionally been involved with particular projects. The Conservation Fund, I believe, helped um, support the purchase of the tree farm several years ago. Oh, more than that, more than several. <laughs> um, land that was that was owned by Glatt Filter Tree Company, pulp company that then went to Michaux State Forest. 
Um, but I don't know of the land, or sorry, the Nature Conservancy or the American Farmland Trust currently pursuing any active projects in the area. Are there any creative uh, land conservation uh, deals brewing or that's happened in the past, like, uh, oh, I don't know, land swaps or, um, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> I can tell you, I'll give have you... to kill you. <laughs> oh, really? Oh. <laughs> no, not that I know of. Nothing, nothing uh, that I can think of that's. I'll give you these 25 yes. acres if you can preserve those 200 right. acres. That has happened in the past. So actually, when I mentioned the tree farm, um, I know that when that was preserved, there was sort of a controver controversial deal that happened afterwards where Michaud swapped some, um, some in-holdings that they, were, they desired and was purchased for some other lands that were part of that tree farm. And um, it was kind of alarming to a lot of us who had supported the acquisition of the tree farm for preservation, but it was sort of a lesson because what we realized that the public didn't know or that we were really aware of was that what we do, we can really consider permanent preservation. If we preserve a farm, down the road we're not swapping the preservation of that farm for another farm. But entities like Michaud State Forest, they have a, a larger goal for preservation and you know, making sure they have a certain boundary and get some inholdings. And they see swaps as part of, as a way to achieve a larger vision. But that's not what the Land Conservancy does or would ever do. Hmm. Um, how do you educate uh, folks in our community about the Land Conservancy and, uh, and what it does, particularly around the, um, the benefits of open space in our community or land preservation in our right. community? Well, I think we could actually do a lot of work, more work in the area of education. We're very small, I'm only the full-time, only full-time staff person for the Land Conservancy, but we do have a lot of active committees and volunteers. So um, we don't, ha we have a communications committee that does a lot of outreach, but we love to be invited to com other community groups to talk about what we do and how our missions align with theirs. So we talk to um, fraternal organizations or garden clubs, things like that. Whenever we're invited, we love to have a little presentation about what we do. Mm -hmm. And who supports your work? Are you government supported? Do individuals support you? Do area businesses support the Land Conservancy? Where do you get the, uh, the dollars mm -hmm. and who supports this vision of uh, land preservation in Adams County? So for op our operations, we are completely funded by our members and donors, so residents of Adams County who love um, protecting our rural landscape. Um, we have a few fundraising events every year. So we have, in the fall, an annual road rally, which I describe as a kind of a scavenger hunt type drive through the county. It's, uh, we choose a route on rural roads, and we give people clues and directions to drive along, and they have to answer questions, and then they have a few stops and play games, and then we have a big finish line party where we award prizes. So that's every uh, third Saturday in October every year. In the spring, we have a fundraiser called our Art Auction, so we partner with the Arts Council and we receive donated works of art from local artists. They get hung in the Arts Council and then we have an auction at the end of April where we raise money from those. Um, we also have a small fundraising event associated with our annual dinner every March when we celebrate the previous year's achievements. We have a small silent auction with that. So those are some fundraising events that help us help support our work. Um, but yeah, mostly it's private donors. Um, we get sp uh, corporate sponsorships for some of those fundraising events, but. All of our operations are really supported by the local community. And so government doesn't put money into the kitty That's for this, right. and this is all 
all us as residents of Adams County. So where we get this. government funding is specifically for the mission or our work to preserve land. So we do actually get a lot of federal funding that goes directly to landowners. So there are programs for agricultural land preservation. The state has some funding for um, forest land preservation. So we apply to those grants all the time and try to get um, funding that we can compensate those landowners for their conservation easements. So the county also has been very supportive. In fact, this year we had a pretty big year. We have gotten almost to a thousand acres preserved this year. And the Land Conservancy put in our, of our own about $125,000 to make that happen. But we've actually received over two million from those federal grant sources and some county funding. So you preserved a thousand acres in Adams County just this just year. Just this year, yeah, it was a big year for us. Yeah. yeah. And how many preserved acres is, has the Land Conservancy um, facilitated over the years? Do you have any idea as to what that number might be? I do. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's somewhere over thirteen thousand. I won't give you the exact number, but oh, it's over thirteen thousand now. And to put that into perspective, I believe the Gettysburg National Military Park owns about, I think, six thousand seven hundred acres, so about twice as many acres preserved, but of course all throughout Adams County, not just right around Gettysburg. And can, and can landowners preserve, I think you said this before, landowners <clears throat> can preserve a portion of their property or different parcels of their, like they can carve off a piece of their That's property? Right, they for could. Yeah, for example, we preserved um, about 900 acres at Boyer Nurseries and Orchards, and they own a total of I think 1,800. So we've done about half the land they own, all of what they call their home farm on Boyer Nursery Road. They actually actually excluded a portion of um, their property right around that market area where their farm stand is and their landscaping business. So they excluded that area so they would have some more flexibility about what happens there in the future. Great. Um, <clears throat> what are your plans for the future going forward? So you mentioned you're the only full-time person there. Um, do you, does the Land Conservancy have a goal for either percentage or total number of acres preserved each year over time. Mm -hmm. Do you have, um, or do you have any particular property or areas of the county that you're really interested in finding more property to um, put into conservancy? Yeah, well both. So we, our board of directors has um, adopted a strategic plan and I believe that plan has specified that we ideally would like to preserve at least 500 acres a year. And they also have identified areas of the county that we consider our priorities. So things like the Marsh Creek watershed, which is mm -hmm. what, where Gettysburg gets its drinking water. There are particular agricultural and scenic areas of the county that we consider our priorities for preservation. But we'll consider anyone who comes to us. We'll look at their unique property and features to see if it's worth protecting. Um, and then you asked another question, not just the acres, but areas. Okay, I think I got that. Okay. <laughs> hey, so uh, I'm Ralph Serpe with the Adams County Community Foundation. We are talking today with Sarah Kipp from the Land Conservancy of uh, Adams County. And we're talking about land preservation in Adams County and how that all works. So um, you're looking at, what, 500 acres a year? going forward, that's the, the plan for the Land Conservancy, which will give us, what, um, about another 230 years of, um, uh, of life in the Land Conservancy before everything is uh, preserved. I'm only kidding. So how do we balance, um, and how does the Land Conservancy balance um, the need and pressure for, say, housing or, um, uh, or um, uh, commercial development other than 
agriculture, open space, and viewshed opportunities. How do you how, how do you wrestle with that? Yeah. How do you balance that? Um, that's a great question because my background is actually I got into this field from the area of city and regional planning. So I went to graduate school for city planning um, and learned about land preservation in that and, and decided that was a perfect fit for me having an interest in environmental issues but also kind of the planning and place-based work of city planning. So um, what we try to do is not prevent development but really just shape where it goes. So Pennsylvania is actually kind of notorious for having difficult and not so great planning mechanisms to be honest. Um, every township and borough is doing it for themselves. We don't really have regional planning here which is I think unfortunate because as we all know like you know there's much bigger effects happening for development than just at the municipal level. So um, we see ourselves as really being a partner with kind of a regional look at the area and how we want to shape and grow. We're trying to get, make sure that development does have an appropriate places where there's already infrastructure for us. So where we already have sewer and water, places near schools and near facilities and resources that people use. So we want development absolutely to happen in those areas around our boroughs and towns and villages. Where it already exists. So, economically, it would cost less to do infill work or put in housing where that infrastructure already exists Absolutely. than to go out into a, a farm field or a, a, a native forest land and and build anew, which means new utilities and Absolutely. all that fun stuff. Absolutely, exactly. Um, and what are your biggest challenges going forward? Well, I would say funding is always a big one. Um, there are lots of people out there who are interested in preserving their land and we just can't get to all of them. So we actually have a, we have a ranking system where we kind of pick who we can do each year. And to me it's, um, you know, it's painful because people all feel that their place or their home is special. Oops, I'm touching my microphone. And it Sorry is. Sorry about that. And it is, and it is special for them. <laughs> it is special for them. And um, so it's, it's tough for me to have to say, we can't get to you yet. Some other property is more important at this time, or you know, we only have funding for so many properties. So funding is always an issue, um, and I think you know that question you asked. I think is also a challenge that we face is how to continue that conversation with people to say you know because I think people do think we're anti-development, which is just not the case. We want the right kind of development in the right places. So um, I think kind of combating that idea that somehow we're opposed to development in the county, opposed to growth, is one of the challenges that we face. I think people understand it's got to make sense. Yeah. And we have issues all around Adams County. Um, I know this is the holiday open house, and uh, it's Adams County unwrapped. So we're unwrapping everything. <laughs> you know, we have issues around um, even uh, uh, solar development, right, agriculture development, right. housing mm -hmm. development, mm -hmm. and um, and people have different sensitivities when it comes to what we're going to do with land. It's, I find it interesting that if you had the the people and the money, that you would be preserving much more acreage. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Well, what kind of waiting list do you have? <laughs> Um, so I think we probably have about 1,500 acres on our waiting list. And okay. we're just, you know, we're just the Land Conservancy. There's the county program. They've preserved, I think, about 25,000 acres so far. And every couple of years when they receive applications have tens more applicants than they can preserve. So there's, there's a high demand for preservation here and just limited funding to do so. Okay. Well, that's really, that's good news because it means that people value 
what you're doing, mm -hmm. not only uh, the people whose properties have been preserved, but I would imagine the people that live around those properties, the people that drive by, uh, them. Drive by them or bike by them or walk by them. And, um, and it is part of, uh, we refer to that as the view shed, but it really is um, what makes this place unique. Absolutely. And, uh, and what keeps bringing people back. Mm -hmm. um, how do people get involved with the Land Conservancy if they wanted to either uh, support you as a volunteer or support you with dollars, um, either for future preservation or to defend uh, the uh, open space rights? I would say the first thing to do would be to go to our website. So our website is preserveadams.org. There they can either decide to make a donation if they want to to support our work. They can also um, apply to be a volunteer, and it will explain some of our committees there and what kind of things you can do as a volunteer. Um, it would probably send you to our, um, my coworker, Kathy Johnson, who receives most of our incoming mail. So LCAC at adamscountypa.gov is her email address. And she can put anyone in the right direction if they want to be, get more involved with volunteering or just as a member or help with events. We always need lots of help. Wonderful. <laughs> well, we're going to unwrap a little bit more okay. uh, now. So you just don't work for the Land Conservancy. You have other roles in our community. So we're going to unwrap you for mm. a little bit. Uh-oh. So you are also <laughs> involved with another nonprofit organization. Which one are you talking about? I'm just well, kidding. Well, you tell me which one you want to talk about. Let's talk about I have, Happy. I have a few that are near to dear in my heart. So Happy is one of them, yes. And that is? Healthy Adams Bicycle Pedestrian Incorporated. And you are the board chair of that organization. Correct, yes. All volunteer organization. Yes. And what does that organization do? So we are the entity, we're one of the entities in Adams County promoting and advocating for bicycle and pedestrian infrastructure and safety in Adams County. Hmm. That coincides or dovetails very nicely with Land Conservancy Works, or at least you're in the same uh, line of business as you are as a volunteer. And uh, what are the, some of the projects that um, Happy is, has worked on? Mm -hmm. I'm familiar with the Gettysburg Inner Loop. Yes. You are familiar with that. Do you want me to talk a little bit more Please about do. it? Okay, I so don't know if everybody is. The Gettysburg, <laughs> the Gettysburg Inner Loop is a route that we'd like to have around Gettysburg to facilitate bicycle movement. Um, safe, you know, as you, anyone who's driven in Gettysburg, they know the streets are narrow. There's lots of parked cars on the streets. So we're trying to create a route in Gettysburg where bicyclists can feel safe getting around town. So that's that. We're, we have some, you've probably noticed what they call sharrows on certain roads, which are the little symbols on the pavement that have a bicycle and some chevrons. So they're saying that those lanes should be shared with cars and bikes, which is actually all lanes on the road should be shared with cars and bikes, but those are really designated for that inner loop. Then there's some on Steinware Avenue, some bike path, a bike lane. So we're working on additional bike lanes and, um, and widening certain roads that we can make it easier for, for bicyclists. And Sorry, the idea question. around, and the, idea around um, uh, the inner loop is to move uh, visitors around Gettysburg, or is that to move um, Visitors, uh, residents, commuters, all of the above. All that. Rec you know, even just to make it more fun to kind of ride around Gettysburg as a recreational resource. So. And what's, uh, what, are, what are some of the future things? I know one of the things that um, the region is working on is this uh, wonderful thing yes. called the Grand and History, History Trail, Trail, yes, which is a 300, approximately 300-mile 300 uh, loop trail that should take us from Gettysburg to Hanover to York 
down to Baltimore, to Baltimore, DC, DC, Frederick, back up. Yes, so that is a big project. And, ba and then back, back up, up to, to Gettysburg. Gettysburg. Yes, and we're sort of apparently this sort of missing piece right now because some of those routes have already been created. So York has that fantastic rail trail that goes all the way down to Maryland. Um, part of this would be the CNO Canal, which of course is already established. So, but from Gettysburg to Emmitsburg has not yet, there's no route, obvious route. So we've been working to try to create um, a bike path that would go from Gettysburg to Emmitsburg and then from there we got down to Frederick. So we did get a study done a few years ago that came up with some alternative routes, some being on the road and some being kind of a long pipe dream of what it would be like to have an off-road bike trail that went from Gettysburg to Emmitsburg. Yeah, so we, we absolutely want to be part of that, yeah. that grand history trail. We have a lot of history to share mm -hmm. with the world and, uh, and if we can uh, encourage people to come here in alternative methods than just their um, cars and RVs and um, helicopters. Then, yes. uh, then we should do so. And less traffic for us in the borough. If you, if you're, you know, if you, if you're like me and live in the borough, that'd be great if people were coming here on bike and rather than car. Well, uh, Sarah, you know that that sound of a car uh, parking also means that uh, uh, parking oh, income good comes point. to the That's borough. A good point. So, so uh, we don't we don't bite the uh, steering wheel that feeds us. Well, you've been uh, wonderful for joining uh, joining us today. Again, uh, Ralph Serpy with the Adams County Community Foundation joined today by Sarah Kipp from the Land Conservancy of Adams County and also the board, president of the uh, Happy Board and a few other hats that she wears, which we'll be able to talk about in future episodes of Community Media Open House. Once again, thank you so much for joining us. Have happy holidays and Merry Christmas, and uh, we appreciate you joining us. Thanks so much. Thank you.